welcome to the 33rd episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, the video game podcast with character. I am your host, NPC, Paul. And uh, today on the podcast, I have Katie's burp. <laughs> How's Katie's burp doing? Great. That's good. <laughs> I have Dan. How's it going, Dan? Well, I was doing okay. Yeah, until she burped. Yep. Yeah. 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 And Leonard. How you doing, Leonard? Clout. That is all. I, d- I don't. I, that's I, that's a reference I do not understand. Yes. All right. So, uh, you know, I don't. I'm kind of like low energy tonight because, like, by the time this podcast comes out, everyone will be playing Red Dead Redemption and listening to the podcast at the same time. Mm, of course, <laughs> because that's, that's how that's how they that's how they do it. Yeah. So right now, though, we are four days out. And I am going a little stir crazy, and I need to play this game. Um, so I don't know. Who cares? What uh, Dan? Let's go. What have you been playing? Uh, Blackout, pretty much. The only thing I picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, to tide me over because I just platinum Spider Man. Okay, <laughs> was it everything you wanted it to be and more? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a little <laughs> bit grindy, a little yeah. too much grind, okay. but right. can't complain. He said playing Blackout endlessly. <laughs> okay, well, you're enjoying Blackout, I have to assume, right? Yes, I'm not taking it as serious as a lot of people, so I do enjoy it. So it's there not, you go. I'm not trying to be like, oh my god, I gotta get first. Yeah. But I regularly get top 10, 15. Yeah. I do, I, I do want to say that they should probably change their scoring, like give some, like the lower people something, because you have to get in the top 15, right? Uh, to get give anything. or take, you get oh if, if you if you get a kill, you get something. Right. Um, if you just place in the top like forty, right. you get nothing. Right. But if you place, I think it's twenty five, maybe give or take, uh, then you might get something. But generally, I don't place twenty five without killing somebody, so it's kind of hard true. to like. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm really good at hiding. I made it to the three hiding. Yeah, and that's great. But yeah. then you're not actually skilled enough to fight when. You get to the top right. three, and that's the idea: is they don't want people just camping in houses, just hiding it out. Yeah, you have to get out, do some stuff, get better. It's going to be a learning that's curve true. that you that's have true. to get forced through. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I know you've been playing Assassin's Creed, but I know Leonard, you've been playing Assassin's Creed. Yes. Have you liked Assassin's Creed so far? Oh yes. Really? Um, yes and no, actually. Okay. <clears throat> yes, because it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It pretty much has all the same elements as Origins. It was like, hey, let's do Origins, but port it over, right? Right. And they still have the same XP problems where it's like, oh, you gain, you pretty much have to do every side mission. Instead of side missions, be like, oh, a choice, you know, if you want to do it, go ahead. No, you kind of have to do it to get to a certain point, which is irritating in a way. And I hear you can buy XP or roundabout buy XP. Um... Yeah, you know, see, the last time someone did something like that, like pay pay anything, was yeah. EA. Yeah. So I'm I'm not really with that. No, no, yeah. that's not great. But the story, how's the story? Um, story is pretty good. Are you uh, playing Alexios or Cassandra? So right now I'm playing Alexios. I'm going to do Cassandra next because honestly, I really want to try the whole differences and such because yeah. apparently there is, I believe, a new game plus mode. Oh, hey. In there as well, so. I, if anything, I'm going to do Alexios and then Cassandra. And what's really interesting is um, what we would call like the bad guys in the whole game is like a cult. 
and it's actually really cool because like you get to learn more and the way they made it uh was very different and interesting from origins so it's like okay. you can see where they got the ideas from from origins yeah they're like okay we're gonna spread out more and plus uh since i do have the season pass i get the two games which come out later on next year yeah but um also uh the it seems like the season pass is legitimately a season pass where instead of like how it's just like oh yeah we'll release dlc december and then we'll release dlc january and then that's it no they're having like um monthly events i believe and then they're doing like more and more and more dlc so it's right. like they can let it last long for about two years which honestly ubisoft should kind of just instead of doing every year just do maybe every two or three years i yeah. mean considering that they have they have their money makers they have just dance um <laughs> that, i mean it makes yeah, a no, shit it ton of money it yeah, does. I mean, it does, yeah 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 um, and then they have their their passion projects like Assassin's Creed, kind of Assassin's Creed. So I mean, they have like uh, the Division Two coming out. So right. if they leapfrogged it, they could easily kind of keep it exactly things going exactly. and adding polish without to the getting products. stale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That and then you have the big dogs like uh, Beyond Watch Good Dogs or Beyond Good oh. and Evil. Oh. Is that what I mean? Well, I mean, it's Six. uncertain. It's uncertain if that's going to be a big dog right now. Because I, I really think it's it got will, the fanfare, but right. whether it will actually have the sales. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, I will say that also another big one is Rainbow Six because Rainbow Six Siege is one. They, yeah, they, they definitely have been doing a lot more, and even For Honor. I'm actually surprised they're bringing a comeback with it because of Marching they, Fire. Yeah, marching, yeah, they did a deluxe fire. edition yeah. or something like that, or a complete mm -hmm. edition or whatever. Little and point, it looks yeah. like they're doing the similar plan with For Honor with Rainbow Six. Yeah, where it's like they're wanting to make it last a little bit longer. Than right. And I, I have this feeling that they're doing this with For Honor to sort of give the development team a little bit more time to come out with For Honor Two and really polish the shit out of that well, and make sure yeah. that that turd. Actually, <laughs> becomes something. See, that's the thing also, is, it's can not actually a turn. Go to, go you know, MLG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, For Honor really had a great foundation. The problem was great was, idea. That's yeah, for sure. Combat was good. The combat mechanics are great. The issue was just the team was not supporting it. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it just tanked, yeah. and that's what happens when you have a big IP that it is fundamentally flawed, and you don't do anything. Right. Like if Destiny just didn't. Hot ever. fix anything exactly. or update anything, it would die on the vine, and yeah. and yeah, that's exactly what happened to For Honor, except. But Destiny's it's a now. dead game. Oh yeah, yeah, totally a dead game. It's a dead game. Dead game. <laughs> you heard it here first. Dead game. Dead game. Dead game. Blackout killed it, and before like, that, yeah. Fortnite killed it, and before that, Rainbow Six Siege killed it. Guys, well, it's been dead it's like five dead times now. Game. It's yeah. funny too. Um, like, like For Honor's like almost tactics of um like attacking and such is kind of incorporated in origins i mean not necessarily where it's like you move your right analog stick yeah like yeah. to defend it's but it's like detailed they, they it looks like they had four honors ideas and it's like okay let's use this to help attack or things like that which honestly um it seems like they made uh alexios or cassandra whoever you play as very um bottle cast fallout um <laughs> <laughs> they We're uh there they yes exactly <clears throat> but they seem like they made it um because origins was really good i will say that like the xp took a while but they fixed that right and then it was easier to level up because i remember i stopped playing it for maybe a couple weeks or so went back to origins and i played it. i was like oh it's a lot faster to like level up through xp but odyssey it seems like it's just that slow 
long process and i understand they want you to play the game and do all the side stories and stuff but it's just like at this point it's like okay but they should be an option not like a have to you know yeah yeah. i mean it does seem though that and maybe we can use this as a topic or jumping off point for a topic in the future that assassin's creed is one of those games that you either love or you (coughs) hate and i think that's where odyssey is kind of in a weird spot so like yeah I love the original Assassin's Creed games because yeah. I really like the stealth mechanics. I really love that fundamental gameplay. That you were an assassin? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. in this, you're none of that. Exactly. Um, but, and I think it comes into the idea that you figure that this isn't actually an RPG with action mechanics. This right. is an Assassin's right. Creed. With yeah, a historical mean, context yeah, exactly. and a modern day story. Exactly. I know you can't see the air quotes, but they're, but you can hear. they're big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the thing, the, the biggest thing that I keep getting, the impression I keep getting from both Origins and Odyssey is they don't want to make Assassin's Creed anymore. Exactly. They're right. done. The <coughs> team is yep. done. Yeah. They stopped wanting to do this during Black Flag. Yeah. It was so obvious. They were just fucking done because like there's only so far you can go with that story and like when you do like 20 games about one assassin, Ezio, and that's your peak, there's nowhere to go from there. Yeah. Like well, you, And you even try to do spinoffs with, like, Revolution. Well, I think a lot of it actually it, came from, because they lost uh, the original writer. I forget his name. French, very French name. Very French name. Yeah, that's Jean-Pierre name. Picard. I don't know. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they lost the, one of the main writers who started the whole thing, because right. he quit because... They were taking it in directions that he didn't. He didn't as far want. as I know, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I mean, that said, like I, I think honestly, at this point, we should just assume that all future Assassin's Creed, it's like Assassin's Creed is the, the subtitle. That's like, yeah. oh, it's within this universe, but Odyssey. That's the title of the game. Yeah, yeah. it's Odyssey. It's yeah. not Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It is just it's Odyssey. Odyssey. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm surprised they won't change it. To just have on the box AC and then whatever title underneath it. SEO, man. It's the idea yeah. of like, this is the brand. This is what people recognize. This is what they like. But like once you build that foundation, once you kind of wean the fans off of like relying on that right. Assassin's Creed, yeah. then they can move into that. Eventually, right. yeah, yeah, no, I, I think they will. I mean, I, they, they could bring back the story they into really a modern time and and give us something really so, good like the Desmond storyline. So that's that. the thing. They actually have continued the story in a way. Yeah. So of course, following up the timeline, I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible because we don't stick on this. Yeah. Um, but when Desmond died in AC3, Spoilers. spoiler alert, um, and then Assassin's Creed 4 <laughs> continuing, it's like, oh, hey, guess what? We're going to try to figure out like what happened after and in ac origins and literally guys it's been out for about what now a year two years two years so if you don't know watch a playthrough if not now you're gonna know yeah Um, i don't want to know desmond's father comes back (gasps) and she meets the girl that's in ac origins that's uh going through bayek's life and she's like he's like hey look we want to help you we understand that, um, you know, you hate uh, Templars. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to let you do what you want. We're going to give you a team. You can do whatever. Just we're going to try to help you out, and we're going to make sure that people are okay. We right. want to make sure people are okay. And so it seems an odyssey that she's okay with this because you, if you look through some of the stuff, she's got teammates and everything like that. Of course, I'm not 
nearly done with the story yeah because yeah. it's a lot and like i said xp grind is crazy <laughs> but um it seems like it could have that potential to bring it back and especially the ending of syndicate had a really big ending that like made me and i know some other people think like what what what's next T tell us we need to know that now was the one where um Bryn. Huh? Brother and sister, Bryn. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know that storyline, but the modern day, because they all blur together for me. Was that the one where you play the silent protagonist in the office? And No, I'm sorry. That was Black Flag. I answered yeah, the question for me. Yeah. Because like the guy from the the visions yeah. is there in person and in the real world. And yeah, okay. No, I figured it out. Right. But like that said, that's yeah. what yeah. the modern day story is to me. It's all a blur. It's like, yeah. I don't recall it's a lot of this. Is they if anything Ubisoft the Assassin's Creed team they should do what Destiny did realize that like okay we got like Origins perfect or we did as close as perfect as we can get to Assassin's Creed tell us what you think what could you all do what more do you want? yeah exactly because right. one thing everyone's been saying Japan yeah. Yep. Everyone wants yeah. Japan or yeah. modern day. Or mo oh, yes, that too. God, Even yeah. a future yeah. Yeah. They keep just teasing it. I, I've, yes. been yes. I've been with Assassin's Creed since the beginning. Same. And we've moved forward closer. I thought and closer. I thought for sure Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed, because I played Assassin's Creed One when it yeah. was like not popular. I played yeah. that when everyone was mad. Oh, the crossbows aren't actually in the game, so that's false advertising. Like I remember that. Yeah, I have the limited edition Neltair statue that came with. Wow! Oh, wow. Damn. I ordered that. Are old as shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was too young to get that game yeah. um, without parental permission. Right. Not to age myself. Um, Dan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember like, oh no, Assassin's Creed 2 is definitely going to be like, we're going to be Desmond. This is so exciting. I remember talking to my little brother about it. Like, it's going to be so cool, you guys. Like, this is going to be awesome. And then Assassin's Creed 2, oh, okay, well, we're not Desmond, but this is still really cool. And then like the Desmond parts were really cool. And then like, and we kept moving forward. And then 2.2, and it was like, okay, we're definitely going to be Desmond this time. Like, yep. we're definitely going to be him. And, like, we had extended sections as Desmond. And then three happened, and it was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then four, <laughs> and then it was like, all right, guys, we're going to get no. We're going to get there. Get there. One, nope. Yeah, exactly. Pirates. <laughs> exactly. The only what? thing that redeemed itself was just Rogue, and that was so making good. a terrible game. <laughs> Unity and um, yeah. Unity is not a bad. good game. It is not bad. Okay, Unity. Okay, but then Ubisoft apologized and gave people because free the stuff. community <laughs> because because they the internet they is up. the internet no, 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 and it's no, like okay, you're no. mad. I'm mad now. <laughs> you're mad. Oh, we're all mad. No, Daniel, you calm yourself because listen. Here was my problem with Unity. It wasn't the graphics because I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. My problem with Unity was that they were like, here's the Notre Dame and it's really cool and like there's a whole cell section you have to do and there's our optimal hiding spots. But guess what? You don't have a way to get them closer to you. Because now you can't whistle to get them closer to you. Exactly. So you have to move from point to point and, you like, still maybe French jump out there. French don't know how to whistle. I've been <laughs> saying it for years. <laughs> oh my but, like, God. they took out the one mechanic that made stealth useful because, like, then you it was like. still kill everybody. I by might as well just run out and stab everybody. Like, what's the point in being stealthy? Because all you can do is sit in here and hide and go on an endless loop. Shut up. Don't you speed me along. <laughs> Anywho, though, all points. I'm saying Unity's is good. that that's all I gotta say. No, it's not. All I'm saying is my mind. Rogue was good. It brought two games together, and it was a mind-blowing experience. Yeah, Rogue was so people underrated. should play it. But 
either way odyssey so far pretty good has some faults but i'll let you know next time yeah awesome i had it in my download queue and then i bought red dead <laughs> now that's just it's just on my anyway uh what i've been playing we'll get to your destiny well you got you always got you always got because days i'm a girl for destiny. i go last it's fine uh, anyway, yes. what, what I've been playing, and it's going to sound weird, kind of, I got back in to Fallout 4. That's that not surprising. Weird. That's yeah, not right? surprising not at all, because it's no. pretty no. much, it's like, <laughs> hey, let's do Elder Scrolls, but let's make it a little bit different. Actually, you let's know what, even blue. better? <laughs> yes, there you go. Boom, million dollar project. Let's make Fortnite red and... I promise you yeah. we'll make millions. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, but yeah, I got back into it, and my goal was like, because I never did Far Harbor, and I never did Nuka World, so I really wanted to get back into that and play it. And then as soon as I got Sanctuary City and the ability to build stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to build stuff for a little while. <laughs> and then that's all. So now you know you want to play 76. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? That's why I'm getting into it, because I want to be able to like get back into that See, universe. I don't do and, the preemptive like, build-up hype. I just sit and wait, and I use all the hype on the actual game. I don't like doing that, because then it distracts me while I'm playing the game. Because I'll be like buzzing with hype as I'm playing it. Like, I can't believe I'm playing it. No, no, no. I want, I want that all out of the way. You want to be like, I want to play this without any joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm the immersion guy. So, like, as soon as I hop into a game, I have to be in that world as much as I possibly can. Close to 100%. This is why you don't like things. Paul. Just like yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, see? This is why you don't like things. I touched a nerve. I'm so proud I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. Like, yeah, Spider-Man wasn't immersive. Straight up. Because you weren't buzzing. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't going to be good. And it's not. Um, other people seem to like it. I don't. I'm sorry. It, yeah. It's not going to change. He's the one Yeah, that's how I feel about Unity. Well, yeah. Yeah. I only played 20 I minutes admit, of it, and I fell through good. a building, so oh, I darn, didn't want to do it. Oh, darn, you get a glitch in a Ubisoft game? Hey, well, I <laughs> Go mean... Go on the internet. No one's <laughs> ever heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say this. Unity was a good game. Oh, my I God. I couldn't climb a ladder. I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to go backwards. I want a refund. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to move on. That's basically all I've been doing because yeah. I've been busy. But we're going to move on because Destiny 2 has some fantastic content going on right now. The Haunted Forest is so much fun. And you know what's real bullshit? That CW and Rose are way too interested in this Triple Valor bullshit to help me with it. You're so, actually calling them out right now. Yes, I am. I'm calling them out right now. That's CW. CK. Are you going to? I don't know. <laughs> I, I need to know that it's okay. I know, I was kidding. Okay. Fine, cut it. Whatever. I'm sorry. Such a baby. I, people actually listen to this. And Surprisingly. Don't flame, don't flame, don't yeah. flame, don't flame. Maybe not spell it out. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe don't spell it out. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. okay. Everybody in the clan is too busy with Triple Valor to there help me out with it. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for that condescending I'm here. attitude. <laughs> um... Well, you're you. Every time Just I see you, every time me, I see you, I will leave my friends. <laughs> I, you're on Fortnite. <laughs> you're either on Fortnite or AC Odyssey, and you're already in a party. So I Honestly, just feel weird trying when to. When I'm in away. AC Odyssey, it doesn't matter to me. I'll be like, "Hey guys, another night. I'm gonna okay. go play Destiny." I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up on that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Haunted Forest is really good. This is this is exactly what 
we need it out of the Infinite Force because I know you like it. Yeah, I, I know like you. It. I don't have a problem with it as much as everyone else does. It was a fine piece of content. It gave us amazing multiplayer maps. Some of yeah. my favorite multiplayer maps. I mean, it also gave us probably the best voice acting that Destiny has ever had. Yeah, easily, except for Marasov. Her voice actress is, she's great. Um, but uh. Uh, I, no, I just no. wanted to look what that looked like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like but no, just—it's uh, easily the best voice acting that Destiny has ever had. I uh-huh. mean, the casting is great; everything's great. Just lackluster in story. Mm. Um, mm. That said, but this was a good way to come bring us back to the Infinite Forest with a unique twist. Now the Infinite Forest is pitch black except for what light your ghost can project and like you have to go through these waves of enemies and it's just like I think you had mentioned it earlier it's just like going back to the dreadnought where you're going through the waves of like all these yeah those thralls yeah the thralls coming at you only (coughs) this is like a s'mores gaborde of different enemies so you've got vex you've got dregs s'mores s'mores gaborde s'mores gaborde ah you've got I love me some s'mores (laughs) (laughs) you've got vex you've got (laughs) fallen Swedish chef version (laughs) <laughs> smorgasbord <laughs> whatever <laughs> smorgasbord <laughs> I'm Swedish um, no you you've, like I said you've got Vex you've got Fallen you've got Cabal you've got um, Hive like you've got all these different enemies that you go through yeah um, thank god no scorn because those creeps would just ruin my we, life we will probably be getting scorn oh god yeah. okay yeah. anyway um <laughs> But yeah, it's really great, and you go through these different stages, and the furthest I've been able to go is is level seven, and like because we did it on the first night. Yeah, we did it on the first night, and no one else has done no. it since. So yeah, like, yeah, no one else has done it since, and like there are people who have gotten as far as like level twelve, and like that's a huge accomplishment because at the end of every level that you clear, you get this giant boss, and he is a beast to destroy. Yeah. So it's not like you can have one loadout the entire time. You have to have someone like communication is key you have to have the right supers you have to have the right loadout like not only do you need an ad clearing loadout you also need a boss destroying loadout and it's like good luck with that because they don't go together half the time um so like colonies typically useless against bosses but yeah no it's it's like i said it's great and like the halloween content is really good um the hunter armor is garbage (laughs) because it's got these giant neon yellow patterns all over and i'm just like bungee what did I do to you? Because I defend you every time I talk about you on this fucking podcast, and you repay me with this garbage. And I'm mad. What, everyone is... wants to look like a training shoe. Oh my god, <laughs> it's true though. They're like little like zigzag patterns in neon yellow, and like the rest is brown. And it's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Titan stuff <laughs> looks like a space knight, and that's exactly what a titan yeah, is. Yeah, like so titans good. look cool. No. Warlocks look cool. Hunters look like the scarecrow, like rolled around in some neon paint. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I am having a lot of fun with uh, with with the festival of the lost stuff, and I know that there's a murder mystery that's going to happen in ten days. Master Ives. Yeah, Ooh. Master Ives from the first game is is dead. The reef. Crypto. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back, and then I go. So no, I'd rather play Blackout, which is so much less grindy and repetitive than Destiny. Exactly. <clears throat> I also don't have to like wait for like random balls to drop on the ground and be disappointed a million times over. Ooh, that's a burn. <laughs> Not really. Considering oh my God, least, it's another blue. At least you get something. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Something to break down. Something. <laughs> 
both games have their merits now. <laughs> all right, Dad. Yeah. All mm. right. Uh, so yeah, I guess we're we're done for now. We Don't have, worry, we'll, I'll we'll, shit talk blackout in a, on the next segment. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we will come back with news. There's like three pieces of news that we really want to get to, so we're gonna get to that. And then it is the topic this week. And if you cannot tell by the title of the episode, it is Dream Games, our personal Dream Games made by Dream Developers. It's gonna be a lot of fun because it's light, and that's all I wanted this week was just light. Okay, Yagami. Be back. Hey, what up, guys? It's Nick and Alex, and we're the co-hosts of Hella Sports. Who do you get rid of for Leonard in San Antonio? Get rid of KD, or do you get rid of Curry? Are you, are you suggesting that we bring in Kawhi Leonard? I, I think so. Warriors, they need to shape up, and if they can't get on the same page with the coach, trust me, I've had an asshole for a coach, and if you can't line up with him, you guys are done. Remember, every everyone has to come together. It's not just sports, Nick. It's Bay Area sports. Give me Henry Warren and give me Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That'll solve oh. our leadoff problems right there. You put that kid at the top of the order, bam, we're winning some ball games. Damn right it is. Bay Area sports. So be on the lookout for our show on iTunes and on SilvertongueAudio.org real, real soon. You kidding me, guy? Let's get it going. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for. Oh, we got breaking news, guys. We have breaking news. It seems like there are messages going around on PlayStation 4s that will brick your system. Dan, Dan, is this correct? Am I hearing this right? This is correct, our... Paul. This is correct. This oh is my breaking God. news. Breaking news. Mm -hmm. Do we have any footage? This is an audio podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun. But no, really. Uh, to were be you Yu-Gi-Oh for a second? Because you were like... Was doo -doo -doo -doo. like I was either thinking you were stuttering, <laughs> you were having a seizure, <laughs> or you were Yu-Gi-Oh for a Come second. Like, I'm, I'm uh, confused. That was, was very good. We have some serious news to get to, guys. Can we... Yeah. God, yes, stop yes, joking sir. around here yes, for sir. a second? I'll be the listener. Yes. So, oh, yeah. for serious, there is a message uh, going around to PlayStations that is basically a DDoS attack. If I'm not mistaken, what's a DDoS attack? Katie, hey. you want to tell everybody what that is? No. All right, Dan, you want to tell everybody what that is? It's a directed denial of service attack, which is basically a packet overflow, which is basically like getting a billion emails all at once, so you yeah. can't really do anything. Yeah. Because it, your thing's just flooded. Yeah. One of my clanmates got one of those. Right. It's like downloading a trillion audio files at the same all, time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Like in the same instant. Yeah. So you can't do anything your because it gets. Well, your network is fine because your network can usually handle that kind of thing. No, I've actually been doing no? So the idea Please. is uh, it will shut down everything. Whoa. Because um, it goes to your IP. It's not necessarily your PS4. Uh, okay. It goes so not. You can have uh, differing IPs for whatever's on your personal of network, course. but your home network actually is based off of a single IP address that yes. most people for some reason don't know um, and so you basically have one address like uh, one home address yeah. so if your inbox your mailbox was flooded by like a million pieces of mail you're, it's never going to stop coming so until you actually get that IP address to change you're fucked damn so this is happening to PS4s and it happens through a message that you get from a random person that you've never heard of yeah the suggestion is to immediately go to your settings, go to account management, type in your password, scroll down to messages, and say private only, 
Yeah, basically, do not accept messages from basically, people you yeah. do not have on your friends list. Exactly. Uh, and that will stop it from happening, uh, at least prevent it from happening in the future. Um, if it has already happened, there is a workaround on PlayStation, uh, but they are also putting up a... Uh, probably by the by when this podcast comes out, they'll put it up, but maybe not. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll just fix the problem. But they're not sure why it's happening. It seems to be happening a lot to uh, Destiny 2 guys. It seems to be happening a lot to uh, R- Rainbow Six guys. Anybody pretty much in a competitive scene is yeah. going to catch some flack. Yeah. And there's al- already, of course, there's guys coming out of the woodwork saying, like, this is me. I'm doing this to people. Yeah. Which like, is hilarious to okay. me. Why would you fucking, why would you say that? Because <sighs> people are shit. Yeah, people it's, are shit. Yeah. It's me. I'm so badass. My yeah. dick is so Hire large. me. <laughs> Hi, yes, I did all this. Hire me and I can prevent everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might be why. I mean, I mm. wouldn't be surprised. It's for fake internet points. A lot of black hats turn white. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't all be Michael Jackson. Oh. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... But yeah, so, I mean, if you get a message from somebody you don't know... Don't open it, but apparently that doesn't even stop it. Really, um, yeah. there is another way that they're doing it, and it's by inviting you to parties. So what happened yes. to one of my clanmates um, is that he did a couple of matches of competitive. He was destroying this one guy who's apparently well known in Destiny competitive. By the way, his name is Pikachu Kid something something. Um, he plays in competitive a lot, and he killed my clanmate once. Teabagged him. And my clanmate, being the reasonable person he is, was like, oh, it is my mission to only destroy you this entire match. (laughs) Just you. (laughs) If you get teabagged, yeah, you're kind of... Yeah, Yeah. so, um, you know, my clanmate went after him and killed him half a dozen times. And then um, midway through the match, he got this party invite. And, you know, and Destiny, you're used to getting a party invite to have someone just like, usually a 12-year-old scream at you and call you names. And it's entertaining because it's like, okay, calm down. Uh, (laughs) It's okay, little boy. Um, so he joined the party and then immediately his, everything was just overflowing. Like he had to unplug his modem. Um, another clanmate was in the same, uh, uh, match with him. Um, three of the four people in this, in his team vanished. So it was him. No, I'm sorry. Maybe it was him and one other guy, but it was basically just him against like a stacked team. I, they still yeah. won, so shout out to them. Um, we unsatisfied wives are very good at what we do. Um, so they still won, even though they had all the odds stacked against them, but my poor, poor clanmate had to go in, unplug his modem, change his IP, and then plug it all back in. This actually happened to me on Arc. Um, yeah, yeah really? that's how I learned a lot about this. Um, so basically, it's a packet sniffer, which is packets are just the information that you send, basically yes. a piece of mail. Um, and what it does is it sniffs the IP address of anything that's coming and receiving, and you can determine who's who by having them join your party because they are ah. now connected to your internet because it's a and private... it's the most recent IP that... Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, and so I've tested it at myself. I've never DDoSed anybody, but I wanted to know how to protect myself and what. Nice. Yeah, and okay. it's not complicated. Yeah? Not at any, all. Any Pikachu kid figured don't it out. Don't join parties <laughs> with people you don't know. Okay. Uh, no one gives a shit about your e-penis, so who gives a fuck about talking shit to people? True, um, true. 
generally anything on the hardware side that you could do can't really do much no yeah um you can try get um like a higher end modem to handle packet overflows and stuff right. like that um but unless you know how to config that and right. if you do and know how to config that you don't need to tell me to tell you so. right but and then at the end uh, if it gets through the modem it uh, still so has to if get you're getting ddos here's the issue is you need to change your ip address and as yeah. long as that's set to dynamic not static Static meaning that if you do unplug your IP address, your uh, modem, mm. and you plug it back in, it does not find a new IP address. It's a set static number. Right. Therefore, that address is going to keep getting overflowed. Right. So if you are set to a dynamic IP address and you unplug it, let it, uh, you know, they'll do unplug the it, wait a minute, exactly, yeah. and plug it back in, it's going to search for a new address because it's whatever's address is open. Okay. And so then you can change your IP address. If that doesn't work, then you have to actually contact your ISP. Ouch. Yes. Um, we all know Comcast sucks ass. It does. Yeah. But so um, on that note, uh, if it is an actual issue, you can contact I, uh, your ISP and have them look into the people who are doing packet overflows. Hey, that ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. So. All right. Well, now you know you're a little bit smarter and everything is good. So. Dan, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Blackout, I think? Yes. Okay, so like I said, I'm enjoying it because I don't terribly care about ranking first. I'm trying to do character unlocks and cool. enjoying myself. Yeah, it's just a fun game. Exactly. Um, I do think PvP is terrible uh, and unbalanced, but apparently I'm not the only one, but for different reasons. Okay. So what had happened is when the beta came out, um, everyone analyzed it and went, oh, this is great. It's running at 60 hertz, which is the refresh rate in which the internet kind of checks to see locations and hit detections. So 60 like times a second. Exactly. Yeah. So like you have 60 frames per second, which is the visual. 60 hertz per second is the internet side of it. Yeah. Uh, well, now that the game is out, they have discovered that's actually running at 20 hertz instead of the original 60 hertz, which means that for every second, it's doing 20 checks instead yes. of the original 60 checks. Yes. Which is Why actually... Why is this the problem? Because it's uh, creating issues with hit detection, uh, location detection. That's a problem. Exactly. So the big uh, thing that's going on in the PvP like competitive scene is players are now jumping around corners instead of coming around corners because it's quicker. And since the refresh rate is slower, um, I'm not seeing you before you see me. Oh. Yes. That's annoying. That That's a huge problem. It is. Is Activision saying anything about um, this? It took a bit for Reddit. Literally, check out the uh, Black Ops 4 Reddit. Uh, 99% of the posts are literally people bitching about this Hertz thing. Right. Um, as well as people are changing their gamer tags, uh, the actual little avatars, to uh, 20 Hertz as a little uh, grassroots movement. Okay. To get people to notice. And Treyarch has finally responded saying, I forget the actual words, but, you know, it's a work in progress. We're trying to figure out things. Blackout. Blackout. And Black Ops in general is uh, an international game. We're trying to figure out how to get the configurations to work great for everybody across because it's an international game. Right, but you have different servers. I know. I'm distracted. Okay. Yeah, I didn't write it. I understand uh, the sure frustration. It, exactly. It's, so it's like, okay, well, they did this with the beta. So what's the difference? I don't understand the technical terms all that well myself. I mean, I can understand but why the beta might be higher because, again, a beta is just a test. It, like, it's a test bench it can handle. So if they're at max settings for the beta, it might have been max settings for North America, but as soon as you get into the PAL regions or as soon as you get into uh, you know, Russia, India, those those places too, um, 
that's where you might see. Yeah, maybe there's a di- an issue yeah. with the connect configurations yeah. for. I mean, maybe there's some there's some Russian gamers right now being like, "What do you mean it was at 60? You guys got it at 60 hertz? We never got it at 60 hertz." Yeah, yeah so Who's we the, exactly, we don't know all the things. So they are looking into it. It's not a big deal to me because, like I said, PDP I don't. PDP sucks. Yeah, and I don't. But I mean, I don't it, is, it, it does affect blackout. I'm sure to a lesser extent. Yeah. But if you're sniping. That's where it's going to exactly. affect you. Yeah, and yeah. that's where a lot of the hit detection issues are coming, and yeah. so people are getting like pissed off because. Also, one of the other big things, not to keep ranting, is apparently the sniper rifle was off. Its center crosshair was actually not where the bullet was going. Oh, oops. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of videos going on about that as well. Hasn't I don't know if it's been addressed because there was a giant patch that came out, and the patch notes I think are just going live today or tomorrow. You know what I think is funny is that. When this game was coming out, when we did the beta together, I was saying that this is PUBG, but with the backing of Treyarch yeah. and uh, I was going to say a claim, <laughs> Activision. <laughs> oh my god, I miss a claim. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that the game is out and everyone's playing it, it's not uh, it's not as polished as I would have thought it was going to be. I mean, it's still not bad. Like the armor things right. that they fixed, they've done a lot of back end stuff to just get it working. Yeah, um, and it's still fun. Just Fortnite masteries. Oh no! No, no, no! Your shotguns that are RNG. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll do here. that. Meanwhile, you're gonna have a problem sniping. <laughs> Oh, I don't. No. That's the thing. Quack. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna say like. I, I don't have a horse in the Battle Royale race. I really don't. Like, I don't like Battle Royale, as Paul knows very well. I don't like PvP that much. I get way too stressed out way too quickly. It freaks me out. I don't like the feeling of being hunted. And I don't like the feeling of being made fun of. It's not my favorite thing in the world. Right. Um, so that's why I don't do PvP. I just, my pride can't take it. Um I mean, the trick is not to give a shit. Yeah, everybody (laughs) says that. Literally, everybody says that. It's hard not to. It's really hard not to. Well, because it, I don't know, when it feels like, it feels personal when someone, like, teabags you. Like, it's stupid. Teabagging should not be a thing. I I don't know. It is sort of like a... But then how do you get your I think it's just stupid. Uh, Like, yeah, it's... (laughs) <laughs> it's a stupid it's a stupid thing that only idiots do but it still feels weirdly personal like when someone walks up to you and says hey fuck you I don't like your face and you're like I don't know you or care about your opinion but I'm deeply offended right now <laughs> like, I think it comes down to experience and, or exposure I should say like maybe. if somebody walked up to you every day and said fuck you like a couple yeah. years later, you'd be like, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. but yeah. again, I never played. And that's yeah. exactly, I think, right. that's yeah, the issue. Back in the day when Halo, that's that's where the teabag started. I, I would I, I, I I argue that's where it started. I would. That's where it exploded. Yeah, that's where it exploded. That's where... Yeah. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> that's uh, where it's not Counter-Strike popular. is where it started, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Counter-Strike so. is where it started. But, but no, yeah. like... Um, in the cyber cafes, mm-hmm. that's where it started. <laughs> but no, like, between the two, like, I'm sorry, it just... From an outsider's perspective, Fortnite looks like it's more fun. Like Blackout, Call of Duty, it just looks like Call of Duty, but with PvP now. Uh, more PvP now. Cool. Just a little side note, just because I'm not trying to sound really one side, because yes, I do play Fortnite. I have not tried Blackout, so therefore my opinion instantly becomes invalid. But I will sure. say this when I look at Fortnite gameplay and I looked at Blackout gameplay. I'm like, 
they both seem really fun. Even Blackout, I'd say, even looks a little more fun. Just because, again, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Right. So my my only thing is that I think we're talking apples and oranges. I mean, I yeah, know exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. That it, they're both battle royale, but one is one of first of all third person, and one is first person. To me, that makes a world of a difference. Oh yeah, if you definitely. can see your player model. That means you can see around corners, and that's yeah. That's either a problem yeah. or a really well, good game mechanic. And or the only whatever. thing I was trying to say was between the two, like as just a layman. Fortnite is going to stick around longer. Yeah. It's going to stick around. It just is. Um, it's far more appealing. Visually, it's far more appealing just in general. Like, uh, Call of Duty is Call of Duty is Call of Duty is Call of Duty. Like, right. it's it's going to Call of Duty next year. Like, exactly. it's going to Call of Duty the next year after that. It's going to Call of Duty yeah, the year after that. I think that. this is going to be a topic that we're going to have to do again. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. I do want to move on to the big, the big thing because... Um, okay, so... We've been talking about Telltale for pretty much every single episode for the past three, maybe four episodes about their closure and about how they were fired without severance. 250 employees were fired without severance and then 20 more employees were fired without severance. Um, So that is a huge deal. Um, Put that aside for just one second and now we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption coming out. There was a Twitter post by a lead developer uh, that said that he's glad that the 100 plus hours of crunch is over. He kind of walked that back a little bit and even had uh, Rockstar uh, have developers come out and say, is that true, is that true, is that true? And all of the developers that came out said, 100 plus hours is an exaggeration. I never personally worked 100 plus hours. I worked... 60 plus hours, maybe closer to 80 plus hours during that crunch time, because that's what you do when a video game comes out. Yeah. But 100 plus is an exaggeration. So that was a, a little bit walked back. But then, a couple of days later, a developer did come out and say, I have been working 100 plus hours during the crunch. It is intense. Rockstar is not kidding around. But I'm happy about the, you know, I'm happy about what we've done. I'm happy that the game is coming out and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. All these stories are sort of circling the drain on this one very central topic. And that topic is the unionization of game developers. And I I don't want to go into what a union is because I actually don't know the demographics uh, of the listeners of our podcast. Um, So I'm just going to assume that you know how to Google and you can find out what a union is if you don't already know. Um, Me personally, I love unions. Unions need to be on every single walk of life. Every time you turn a corner and you see the placard in, in your hometown of all the unions... That 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 are <laughs> that are serving your town's needs, uh, it needs to be filled to the brim. Um, I am a hundred percent for retail unions. I'm a hundred percent for game developers unions for sure. Um, so yeah, this sounds like a really good idea. But unions come with a cost, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Um, that cost is definitely monetary, uh, but it is also a security. And they can fuck you over worse than your company could because they have the ability to. They have the legal right to fuck you over 
harder than your company could. Yeah, because you are signing over a little bit of your rights because you have a spokesperson for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, uh, contract working for uh, developers would change. The telltale story is so bad because the almost 250 employees that were fired, almost all of them were contract workers, which when you sign that contract away, if you're not reading carefully, if you don't have a lawyer present, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and they might, they might just straight up say, if you get fired, if you get shit canned for whatever reason, you don't get severance. If we cancel this game 99% of the way through, too bad for you. You might not even be able to put it on your resume. Yeah, and a lot of people who do work in the industry are contracted at will yeah. employees. And yeah. Because it's a very, very uh, demanding yeah. and very lucrative. Yeah. I and mean, I wouldn't say lucrative as much as like it's it's very competitive. Yeah. Like you're There's like, a lot who of guys doesn't want to work one developing one. video games? Right. Right. You know, it's like it's most of our childhood dreams right. on some level or another. Yeah. And then yeah. I stopped very quickly. I yeah, was like, I don't know like, math. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, I mean, you could do anything. You could do VR. You could do art. You yeah. Could, well, maybe not you, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the idea. And so, if it's like that, and the demand is there, it's supply and demand. Well, yeah. I have a job that everybody wants, so I can profit off of it as much as possible. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, and that's the thing is, we're hitting a, a market with games that are costing a stupid amount of money with a high risk venture because, unlike movies, there's no lasting appeal generally past six months yeah if we're lucky and actually since you brought movies up katie you brought up a very good point earlier on today yeah. um what was that um this is very reminiscent from old hollywood mm. when hollywood first began um there was a lot of abuse among yeah. cast and crew by producers by directors um even directors to a point were abused um it was not difficult to find a story where an actress was um, forced to work like 22 hours a day yeah, or an actor to work 22 hours a day. And like all they were given to eat were cigarettes and coffee to and maintain whiskey. their look. And yeah. Paul's, or whiskey. Paul would be happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't until God, what, like the 1930s that things started to change. It was probably after that. Yeah, yeah. 1940s. Like yeah, yeah. 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 30s yeah. to 40s. 40s to 50s. Yeah, because that's when... that's. 60s, <laughs> that's when... Is it still uh, going on? Anyway. <laughs> that's when the public started to pay more attention. And I mean, right. no, you're right. To this day, like, it is still an ongoing issue. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the Screen gap. Actors Guild does have a lot of um, sway, but they still have walkouts. Yeah. The Writers Guild had the walkout back in 2012. Yep. Uh, the Voice Actors Guild, whatever that's called, I actually don't know. They had their uh, walkout two years ago. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. Not that long ago. I mean, our friend Laura Bailey, Matt Mercer, they were all a part of it. Uh, yeah. So it's it's happening. It's well, happening I, right now. And, and, and video games are, because of their, I'm going to say it again, because of their adolescent nature in the industry... Um, they're finally hitting that point where right. you know this, this becomes a conversation where it's like the abuse of the developer um, and the creative team is becoming more and more of a, a talking point and you know studios close every day 
yeah. studios go down for no reason sometimes. Just every day there's buyouts, there's, you know, whatever. And the life of uh, someone working in that industry is never certain. It yeah. just never is. And unless you're a uh, Ken Levine, unless you're a Todd <laughs> Howard, yeah, yeah, yeah. your sure, job yeah. is never Ex- guaranteed. Exactly, yeah. and I mean, and even then, realistically, that's true. Zenimax could just close their doors if they don't. I mean, you make, make enough duds, anymore. you're done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Peter Molyneux, right there, <laughs> Peter Molyneux. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is the exception yeah. that proves the rule. But at the yeah. same time, like Peter Molyneux was. At the top of his game, yeah, he was promising all the time, but you know what? We loved him for it. We yeah. loved his British charm <laughs> and his bald little head shaking. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you, I want you to feel what love is like in a video game. Yeah. And I know. Little virtual know boy you. on a TV screen. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So Milo. creepy. No, no. So I like to picture weird. him on a TV screen in a basement somewhere. Just <laughs> oh. Hello, Milo. <laughs> it's good to see you again. But he's like 65 now. Peter, just please let me out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I mean, we are reaching oh, a so breaking dark. point the <laughs> industry is reaching a breaking point it it's is. gotten to the point where you know these are human beings who are being abused and the only reason that it's taken this long is is that age-old like well everybody goes through it everybody goes through it and it yeah. takes it takes so much for someone to go hold on like rockstar is an amazing studio but and red dead i'm sure is going to be an amazing game but if it's at the cost of someone not sleeping for days at a time or not eating for days at a time or just never seeing their family or friends or like at what point do we start worth it (laughs) (laughs) at what point do we start to say you know this is it's not okay like yeah well i mean so like i think in the these instances it's easy to blame the publishers the, the studios but realistically there are more layers to that cake well it's to me it's the public it's right. the public demand. It's, it's always the public with you. It's either always the money or always the public with you. It's yeah. true. Well, I mean, I, I, to, a, I mean, to right. a point, though, you can't, re- you can't really blame the public. I mean, you can because... No, because here's the thing. When Rockstar said Red Dead's going to come out fall 2017, and it didn't. Like, we were pissed off, but they didn't buckle under that. Then they said spring 2018. We were pissed off. They still didn't buckle. They can do what they want. They really can. It's just like a movie studio. They can push out the movie as much as they want. Can they? I yeah. mean, and then the realist reality is, is like it, every Rockstar time they can. push out, Rockstar can. Yeah, but I mean, n- Rockstar can. Yeah, because they're a big exception. Right. But not all studios can. If you have a Crackdown. game, Crackdown, Crackdown cannot do this. Exactly. One more time, and well, it, on a financial level. So, like, if you think about it, they yeah. have hundreds of employees. Yeah. Every day you push something out, that's another set of paychecks you know you're adding to in that you keep adding that down and how much money how much revenue are you adding by pushing this out the product will only get so much money back so you have to you have to ship something and you have to ship it without ruining the ip's name and otherwise you turn into the assassin's creed unity the joke even though the game is not bad you can end up with issues that destroys the whole fucking name but how is it is exactly true though yeah. but how is it the public's fault when unrealistic Ubis- demands no when ubisoft says we're gonna make an assassin's creed game every single year and then the game is shit how much that is not on the public that's a publisher the public publisher it's the publisher yeah, it's, yeah, it's but the it is when they the say the like um red dead redemption 2 is gonna come out for sure 
fall 2017 and it doesn't. That's on the publisher. That is not on the public. So there is three sides to this football. Yeah, I'm not saying it's just the public. I'm saying, and and I would love to have this conversation, and maybe we can once uh, some some actual more uh, details come out. Conversations can be started about a union. Um, That's that's basically all I was waiting for. But I don't think that's going to happen this year. Labor laws. Yeah, (laughs) there are labor laws, but apparently you don't have to pay people severance. Um, well, so it's the contract, man. That's what I'm saying. I know, exactly, exactly. All right. We're, go- we're going down this rabbit hole too far, and I really do want to just, you know, get to our topic, have a have a good night at the end of this night. I want to yell more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you can defend your perfect game once we come back. Me and Katie have not argued in at least like a week. <laughs> I mean, the very first thing I did this morning was laugh at him, so. That's a good yeah, point. We'll, we'll get yeah. on that yeah, right. at some point. All right. We'll be right back. Hear ye, hear ye, the Non-Player Character Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds By Yourself Okay, okay. Where do I drop? Where am I gonna drop? Um, yeah, here, here. That looks good. Okay. Alright, alright. Looks pretty lonely out here. I'll go go raid some stuff. What do I got here? Pistol. Alright, alright. Oh, oh, shit. I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with friends. So, how do you fire? How do you, I don't know. Flank them. Where, where, no, dude, do flank them. No, 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 don't don't name, just flank them. Guys, you're not flanking. Oh, fuck. I don't understand how you reload. Oh my god, you're supposed to flank them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you reload? Oh my god, that's a Molotov cocktail. That's a Molotov cocktail. What are you doing? Oh my god, you got me killed. Come on, come on. Now I'm good. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with ducks. What it is like to play, featuring Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. And the topic today is very light. I just wanted to sort of uh, daydream for a little while, while I still have time to daydream before Red Dead Redemption literally takes up all of my waking and sleeping hours. And so... I wanted to 
I wanted to make games with our minds. Minds. I wanted to reach into the depths of our imagination. Imagination. And come up with something that that every person would love just just hearing it. Everyone wants to do crack at least once. Uh, it, Leonard, no, not that one. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>. oh. <laughs> uh, shit got real. Games that are made by our dream producers. Okay, so I want uh, I want to make a game with our brains, Katie. I really liked your idea, so I want to start with yours. Really, you do? I do. You want to start with me? No. Yes. Oh my god. Star Wars Knights of the Republic by CD Projekt Red. Boom! Tell me why that would be so good. So, Knights of the Old Republic is an incredibly intricate and unique Star Wars storyline. It so was good. one of the first non-side fan fiction expanded universe bullshit that actually looked at the dark side and said, how complicated is it? Yeah. Um, they created, Bioware created a world um, with LucasArts um, that R. was... R.I.P. LucasArts. <laughs> that was genuinely interesting in a familiar world. So yeah. we had the familiar elements of Star Wars, but none of the familiar characters. Right. There were no cheeky references to R2-D2 or C-3PO. There were no like, oh, here's a Skywalker. It was... No fan service. There yeah. was no yeah. fan yeah. service. The most they got was having a, a Rancor die almost the exact same way as it does in, you know, Return of the Jedi. Um, But overall, it was a deeply interesting story with my favorite... Very unique. Um, I remember, spoiler alert if you've never played it, which if you haven't, turn this off and go play it immediately. Don't turn this off, wait until the end, and then play it. (laughs) (laughs) Or do both. There you go. go Okay, well, um, you play the lead character... Oh, of the spoilers. I'm gone. Okay, so sorry, I burped. Um, you play your lead character, turns out to have been this terrifying Sith Lord named Revan. Only your memory has been erased. So it was truly like, you know, being 15 and playing that and having grown up on Star Wars and like, the dark side is so bad, the dark side is bad. And they're like, holy shit, I've been a villain the entire time, kind of. But also not really, because Revan is a deeply... Complicated. Very complicated character yeah. who is neither good nor bad, right. nor fully light, nor fully dark. And I could go on. I could write a soliloquy. Yeah, it adds right. the Revan. characterization as to why these people are who they are. Yeah, why the dark side evil. is so tempting, yeah. why yeah. the light side is so... Um, rewarding while at the same time acknowledging the flaws in, you know, the Jedi Council and how they work and then the Sith and how right, they work. Right. And yeah, they, it doesn't ever give you like, I mean, of course, the, this is a game from 2005. It was very clearly like, this is the right choice. And this is the wrong choice. Yes. In no the end. nuance at all. Yeah, no whatever. nuance by the time you get to the end game. <laughs> right. It's just like, good or bad, which do you choose? Right. It's like, all right, Bioware. It's really hard to go gray. Renegade or Paragon, got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But like either uh, the lead up to that is like very different. Like right. I, every single time I played it, um, I always trailed the middle of the line. Like I always stayed in the middle of the road. I was always like very gray and, yeah. you know, it worked out. But that said, like it's a very unique game. And I think that... CD Project Red could add a new 
refreshing take on it. Take these intricate and interesting characters and add even more depth to them. Take right. this unique storyline and add even more nuance to it. Yeah. And actually have a payoff at the end where it's not just, oh, yay, everybody wins and you save the day. Yay. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, li- it's a little more gray. It, it, yeah. It, it, it would even lead into a sequel that we won't talk about the second one, but it would lead into a sequel better than the exactly. other ones have. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, CD Projekt Red, I know, would do an amazing job at this game just because they focus on the game. Yeah. It might take, like, they'll, they'll announce it in 2020 and then it won't come out until 2029. But during that time, they will only be working on this game. They will only care about this game. And when it comes out, every human person will buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's really, it's the Star Wars story that the Star Wars franchise needs. I mean, Rogue One is one of the best movies to come out of this Disney buyout at all. Like, I love, you know, the main storyline. I love... I love Force Awakens. I I even love The Last Jedi so (gasps) much. I will fight you. Um, But Rogue One had the best story because it was not. It was it was very gray. It It wasn't subverted a lot of the. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And it showed like the nitty gritty. And I think that that is something that you know the adult audience of Star Wars wants to see more of. We want to see more complication. We want to see more nuance. We want to see these stories told with some respect and not just, hey guys, Han Solo. So he got his name because he had to come with up uh, with it last minute. Hey, check out this character who's going to have an action figure for it available yeah, for fourteen ninety nine. Pick it on your way out. Yeah. Cheeky, <laughs> cheeky nudge nudge. Yeah. Like yeah. You beat me I don't want to do that. <laughs> you beat me too. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I so, mean, when yeah. Katie mentioned like her idea to me, I was like, no, okay, ditto. That's mine too. Right. I agree. You can't. I, <laughs> yeah, but I forced you not to do that. Yeah, exactly. That cheating. was the thing. It was like CD Projekt Reg. Katie stole my goddamn development. Yeah, yeah. I thought of it to my credit. Or in my defense, rather, I thought about it for a very long time. I was like, "Oh well, Bethesda, no, because they suck at animations, and that would just bother me. They would bother me so much. I'd just be like swinging a lightsaber, not really sure if it's connecting with anything, <laughs> because somehow we still have an engine from 2005. Hey, yeah. Sure, it works still. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> barely enough duct duct tape to keep it together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, and that's the idea. Is like CD Projekt Red is a great studio for this simply. Well, for many reasons, but the one thing that drew me to that idea was really that Star Wars has been very much catered always towards a, a younger audience. Right. They, I mean, it's always they have these overt adult tones. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, if you're an adult, you get this. Uh, but, uh, nudge, but, nudge. Exactly. But it's like, oh, yeah. it's lasers. But you know, oh, someone gets stabbed, yeah. but not really. Yeah. You but, know, yeah. And yeah, you but Knights of the Old Republic was never like that. It was exactly. Such a mature game for yeah. you know what for it its time. And we're at a point though, I think, where the adult gamer M rating is just something we can own. Yep. Yeah. You know. Yep. And doing that with a Star Wars IP in a video game, oh. You know, yeah. I would even argue yeah. you oh don't God. need That's to perfect. make it M-rated to make it interesting. Like, Star Wars works best when it does toe the line, but it never goes full. Like, I would say that the only problem with CD Projekt Red is I wouldn't really want tits and ass in my Star Wars. Yeah, I, I don't just care about don't that. Need that. I just mean, yeah. I, would, I want it to be hard M, but not because yeah. TNA. Yeah, yeah so I mean, doesn't there is... I don't need Star to see it's really, like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is that be, you know, entire <laughs> section of... Like, there's two sections in particular that stand in my brain. Where you go to this mob boss's place, and there are 
female slaves just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. okay. And even 15 yeah. year old me was like, this is problematic. <laughs> but I, yeah. Yeah, and I think the idea though is that, you know, Star Wars seems so fantasy, mm-hmm. but CD Projekt Red could actually ground it in reality because, you know, if this was a real thing that was happening, people are still people. Yeah. You know? And so we could actually get some real like human interactions yeah. that people are dark, you know. For sure. You know, there are some dark things that are happening, you know, it's not just like, oh, the dark side, they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't even They wear be black. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does sound like an amazing game and I would yeah. love to see it. Uh, honestly, any, any studio taking the uh, Star Wars canon and playing with it, doing what they want to do instead of what the publisher or, or yeah the, the publisher 13, 13. exactly yeah. like yeah th- those are the kinds of things that we want to see and they're not going to do that they're too afraid EA specifically is too afraid to do it yeah. so I know CD Projekt what Red wouldn't be because they're both developer and publisher mm-hmm. um, so there you go Yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on Leonard I want to know what uh, what's your dream game my man well let me set up in my chair for this yeah yeah please so I have Three games, but two are kind of similar. Okay. Um, in style. So, for me, like one thing that always made me think this was when I saw on Facebook and YouTube, or I saw it on Facebook first and then looked it up on YouTube, was when someone released Legends of the Ocarina of Time, right, in Unreal Engine. Right. And I've, saw I've, I've how seen the uh, Mario 64 yeah, that Bowser too. boss battle yeah. in Unreal Engine. And yeah. saw how good it looked. Yeah. And then um, I looked more stuff like that up on YouTube, and there was a code name for it. I forget what it was called. Um, it was a cool name, though, but um, I looked at it in different things. And then um, I saw one that really caught my eye, and it was uh, like a young Goku from the Dragon Ball series. Right. And him just running around in a free world, flying on his little Nimbus cloud and everything like that. And it blew my mind. I was like, what if they made a game where you start from the beginning of Dragon Ball and continue your way up throughout the whole series? You don't have like the long buildup of episodes and all that. But it's in not a just way, a fighting game. It's it's like a like an explore the world type of thing. RPG. Like how... Um, I, I wouldn't say RPG. I'd say more like how Breath of the Wild sort of was. Right. Okay. But uh, the people... Light RPG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then I was thinking, too, it's like... I watched Naruto, obviously. I've said this before, and I know Bandai and Namco do a really good job Wait, with their Naruto. Anime? Yeah, okay. apparently. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't um, know. But I thought a great idea would also be, because this kind of stems off the same idea. Right. But and I even told you this that um, there's a scene that I've seen from Naruto and it's not a spoiler but spoiler warning just in case because I'm kind of bad a at saying spoiler before. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's a great ninja war, right? And um, there's a character that is really cool and I thought you know it'd be kind of cool just to like you could choose different characters. But you have a free open world, and I I know they kind of did that with uh, the Ultimate Ninja Storm series, but they didn't do it justice enough. Like, you could just, okay, you have to go to this place, now you have to go to that place, and then you go into a battle. Yeah. So it was like, in a way, it was like a Pokemon type of scenario. 
Interesting. Okay. But I want it to be more like you actually open world seamless, seamlessly going into a battle like uh, how Ubisoft does with Assassin's Creed and such like that. And so I was like, oh, these would be great ideas because this is something that players would want. And then also they could get more of a fan base because some people like me, I was very hesitant to go into Naruto because it started at a very early age. Yeah. And I'd probably say like me when I was like five, six years old. Maybe I'm not too sure because it's been a long time and they just finished Naruto. Right. So a lot of people are hesitant because it's just like, oh, but Boruto, oh, but this stuff. And it's just like, this is a great way to get them in. So so what it sounds like you're saying is that Bandai Namco, who have been basically running shop on the main anime games. Yeah. um, You want them to hand the reins over to somebody else. I, I wouldn't say hand them. I'd just say seek help. Okay. And one of the companies that I feel like could totally do it because um, they definitely proved it with the recent game, Insomniac. Because they did a lot. And I would even maybe go to say Rockstar, but at the same time, there's just some things where I'm like, okay, but some of that's unnecessary. And then they'll add too much funny stuff. And it's not going to be Naruto. It's going to be GTA, Naruto, Shinobi Striker. And <laughs> Which it's just would like, be awesome. Hey, guess what? You're going to be like, <laughs> uh, no jutsu. And you're going to go up someone's butt and then they're going to yeah, exactly. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll things. it'll basically be yeah. a uh, uh, anime version of Saint it's Row. going. It's pretty yeah. much going to be like. Could you imagine the sexy jutsus? Please stop. Please, <laughs> please stop. I don't need to think this. Um, but then the other thing I was thinking about, and um, it's kind of like in process of like, how would this work? How would this, you right, know, right. like everything in general. Um, I would like to see a game that has all, I know we had a Spider-Man alternate universe like where it's like oh you get to choose different Spider-Man and right. I know you're very co- opposed to right. Spider-Man games and stuff but I really want one where you go throughout his whole story in a way like from like I would like bite to death, death. or bite to I like Peter to see Co- like Co? a little before the bite going into bite then going to maybe because then it lead up to a certain point leading up to a civil war so like a whole gamer verse like the culmination yes. of what they are proposing is going to happen yes basically. but then here's the catch okay go strictly with the comic book civil war comic book yeah and okay. i feel like people who could do it and um granted like th- there's two versions of what i was thinking a the telltale version of it right because i think that'd be kind of interesting you yeah. know but it R- would be but yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not gonna happen and then the next one was um having geez i have to think back now um definitely have insomniac okay i like because i like to see the more realism and I, like, I would like to see spider-man too for all the shit that i i am putting on to spider-man this one I want to see what Marvel Spider-Man done by Insomniac or whoever they pass it off to if they pass it off. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing what that looks like. Yeah. Oh, and Random One too was just a, a Batman under the red hood type of video game because I love Jason Todd and I feel like they go. never really put him out too much anymore. Right. 
I mean, for sure. Like, the anime games, I do feel, have been getting kind of stale. Like, I don't really play the anime games, but I do... But they do the same stuff, They do the much. same stuff. They, they do the safe thing. It's basically like a 4v4 fighting game, or a 2v2 fighting game, or, or, 3v3. or they're a 3v3 fighting they're game. They're a way for fans to celebrate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it doesn't seem to have a lot of weight and a lot of meaning. Yeah, definitely. And I understand well, that, you know, anime has anime. You can always go to the anime that you've already loved yeah. to enjoy that. But at the same time, why not do it in a video game? I mean, wouldn't you say then that the team behind Persona 5 would be a good team to take over anime games? So, the thing is, I've never played Persona. Or, oh, okay. But I know, like, it's a really good game. And I've seen, like, me little bits and clips. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, they'd definitely be a really good company. Or even, I don't remember exactly the company, but people who did Gravity Rush. Yeah, because oh, their yeah. mechanics yeah. are very interesting, but it's to the point yeah, where style. you feel immersive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. super stylish too. Yeah, yeah. really good looking. Really it was a job. great game. Yes, underrated for sure. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I I have this also feeling that we will be getting maybe not Civil War, but maybe a gamer ver gamerverse version of the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They've already said that Spider-Man 2 will not be the end of this universe. Which is mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Which I really like the idea of these unique universes within this. That's Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. I, you know, I, I, li I think the idea of having it tying to the comic books would be interesting, but I, I feel it gets too uh, restricted. Right. It does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really good. Really good. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, so I'm going to go for mine to give Dan just a little more time to think of his. Um, <laughs> uh, because mine's r really easy. I, I just, what I want is Rockstar. Because I'm a super duper, as I, as you can already tell, super duper on this hype train for Red Dead Redemption. Um, I was thinking, well, what else could Red Dead Redemption do really well? And what I think they can do really well is detail in a world. And they know how to do detail in a world. Mm -hmm. They also know how to bring messages through that world in all of the side quests. Although the side quests' goals might be identical, um, their characters are very interesting and unique and Big individual. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Horse testicles. I'm so upset. Horse testicles. Exactly. They know detail. They know character. What I would like to see in that case is a brand new... IP set in a very high fantasy think Lord of the Rings but even higher fantasy than that I don't know so bigger ears yeah or? bigger ears um, but done by Rockstar so that they can make the social commentaries that they love to make but in a fantasy tinge with the fantasy cloth draped over it so that you know it's more palatable the, right it's more palatable the race questions and and the societal differences of having crazy amounts of money versus having no money at all like you could do that without GTAing it and toe the line between Red Dead Redemption and GTA and I really think that that would be really good the only concern that I would have and Dan brought this up to me would be Melee but I have a feeling, because of what we've seen from Red Dead Redemption, that Melee is a problem for Red Dead, for sure, but they are getting a lot better at it. Yeah, and this would give them a chance to focus on it. Exactly. And as, as we've said before, Rockstar, they know how to focus. CD Projekt Red knows how to focus. Rockstar knows how to focus on a problem. They know that uh, people were not connected to their horses back in Red Dead Redemption. So what they do... They made uh, permadeath. It. Yeah, they made permadeath horses, 
And wait, the horses are permadeath. No. Permadeath. That changes everything. <laughs> Horse <laughs> testicles, man. What I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. I am never playing online with you. <laughs> no, I will not kill a horse forever. No. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah, if it spawns again, ha ha ha. It's, but if it doesn't come back. No. It's serious now, dude. No. So, yeah, I really do think that, like, maybe it's not a horse. Maybe it's a crazy, like, six-legged, you know, beast that's six feet long. Like, yeah, it, it sounds ridiculous. But if Rockstar did it. I would be all on board. Well, you're a nerd, so that's not a surprise. Yeah, I love I love the fantasy setting because it can it can deliver messages that other um, genres cannot deliver. I think it'd be interesting because it would be the meeting of the GTA crowd with the Lord of the Rings crowd, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what what amalgamation of communication are we going to have that, there? And I think that'd be interesting. That, yeah, that yeah. same concern was going on when Red Dead Redemption was announced because yeah. GTA was the dominant and everyone was like, a cowboy game? Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, And then know, everyone guys. played it. Everyone was like, Red Dead Revolver, anybody? Yeah. Anybody? No? Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Revolver. Well, technically, yeah. that wasn't entirely their fault. They bought that IP they did. when it yeah. was well into development by the other yeah. team and then they just yeah, yeah, finished exactly. it. But, but yeah. Redemption <laughs> was kind of their like, yeah, no, we, we really it like this the, idea. Yeah. Redemption. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> Quite. So, <laughs> so, Dan, I hope I've given you enough time to come up with a game and developer. Um, what is your dream game? Okay, well, since you guys pretty much took all of the good ones. <laughs> welcome. Well, yeah. Yeah. get on it. So, Katie told me hers, and like I said, I was like, ditto. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you stole CD Projekt Red. I can't take Yeah, that's true. Yep. And then Paul's like, well, I took Rockstar, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. You still have Naughty Dog. You still and have so, everybody and I thought about that. I was like, well, what genres? And it's Bethesda. like, I don't want to see those studios do anything interesting. So, you know, I went down a lot of lists of ideas, and I was like, okay. well, what about, like, you know, from software doing like nin- uh, Fruit Ninja, you know, like just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some weird <laughs> stuff. The fruit fight. You yeah. <laughs> the fruits. Yeah, I'm an orange. <laughs> you know, and it was just like, okay, but I mean, realistically, banana. that's not a good answer. It was like, okay, well, something by Quantic Dreams, but again, it's, I don't want another Quantic Dreams game, and I think they do that so well, so I don't right. want to see them Quantic do Dreams else. is good at one thing. And Don't to change, change that formula would be to change Quantic Dream. Exactly. So. And I've, I love studios for certain ways of doing games. Right. Um, so the only thing I could really come up with was stealing Katie's favorite developer, <gasps> Bungie, Ooh. and then tying it with something that I think that would be interesting to see is seeing them do like a Metroid game. Because it would be well within like their wheelhouse. Like a real legitimate Nintendo Metroid. Exactly. And that kind of, to me, opens... Because I know um, Ninja Theory did like a Metroid game, I think... Yes. Yeah, did, yeah. They did the um. They did the one for the weed. Yeah. yeah that was super like shitty one. That was yeah. supposed to be like anime type. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Was, that was the wrong studio in my it opinion. It looked yeah. good, but the problem was they made uh, Samus a damsel in distress. Exactly. And oh, it was. I hear babies crying. Yeah. I yeah. can't do anything without my commander's approval. <laughs> 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 Fucking hated Spot that. On. And that's the idea. It's like <laughs> it was the wrong studio in my it opinion. It was. Yeah. And I think Ninja, Ninja Theory is a great team. Yeah, but I'm thinking Bungie for Metroid yes. because it, their art team is almost unparalleled. Right. They Oof. can create universes that, you know, 
just blow the mind. It's just yeah. visually so well done. Yeah. Metroid yeah. would be the perfect IP for that. It really would. Um, and it would fix the major problem that most Metroids game have. Shooting. Shooting. Exactly. God like, damn. Oh, right? Yeah. So it adds oh. GameCube. I, I know that game is like yes. the best game ever made on the GameCube, but I'm still like, yeah, but the shooting sucks. Like, yes. does no one else know Thank that? Thank you. I, that, that was my biggest because problem. Because there's no competitor. Entry. Yeah. Like, literally, you just look and you're like, like, literally, I played Call of Duty and I got, like, a GameCube after so long. Like, this is, like, years after I had right. my, I sold my GameCube and I got another one. And I played Metro. I was like, oh, I'm so excited because, like, I remember the demo was amazing. And I tried it again. And I was just like, God, wow, they came up so far from this. It, right? is, yeah. it is like playing the new Tomb Raider on repeat for like 12 hours straight and then trying to play the very first Tomb Raider and yeah. being like, what in the What happened? God's what the like name? I actually, uh, piggybacking on Leonard's story, I actually went from Halo to playing Metroid Prime and I was no. like, why didn't, why didn't Nintendo just do what Halo was doing? Right. Like, this is how you do a shooter in first person. And it's the same sticks. thing with Star yeah. Fox. <laughs> I have two that thumbs. Was, that so. was still yeah. when everyone was trying to like, oh, we're not going to be Halo. We're we're different from Halo. Yeah, and yeah. it was yeah. like, oh, well, my God. they did. Yeah. I will give Nintendo credit though. They did do revolutionary stuff with their games, especially with, I think it was Star Fox Assault. Yeah. Because I will say that is do a barrel. If you think <laughs> that like M Metroid was weird, wait till you try Star Fox Assault. That was that the RPG one. Um, no, that was the one where. Uh, so you could go in and out of the ship. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. That one, it was a good story. Good game. Just the aiming was weird, but they did bring back like the same flight things, which mm. were cool. And yeah. see, my thing was with the whole thing is I think Nintendo, they just, they crutch on. Okay, here's one the idea. engine. All right, guys, we're going to keep this engine. Don't change a thing. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and because it's like they don't want to change gameplay mechanics. Like Breath yeah. of the Wild great game in a sense you know but it still very much plays like a, yeah. an open world Zelda game yeah yeah and uh, it's refined they, but never. they stick to an idea and they don't ask about that idea exactly. ever again yeah but that's and the likable thing too right yeah. right and and it, it's it's sort of like a sink or swim sort of moment for yeah. each game and each game mechanic that's like is this going to work some studios say like well let's test it out but no Nintendo's like it's gonna work yeah because if it doesn't fuck them they're wrong exactly like, it's yeah. just done it'll be back we'll come back to it yeah we'll come back sword. to it yeah. skyward sword is a perfect the example running wind waker yeah yeah hey 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 hey, hey no wind waker is a great game i just mean the art style like it was like all right we're doing this yeah. i liked it, it was yeah good. i like it too yeah. but they just do things you know exactly. yeah. mario exactly. sunshine you got a fucking water hose go <laughs> all right <laughs> you know? and apparently that's the still the best one i don't understand it yeah. anyway um, the one thing that I will say about Bungie t taking uh, Metroid um, is that Bungie's not known to have a great story because their lead writer is gone. But neither, I mean, to be honest, Metroid doesn't really either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, so that's that's where a thick story. That's exactly. For sure. So there's, yeah. there's room to grow, and it, the, the bar's not too high. And <laughs> loot like, and the you visuals, know, the you, shooting. You know, Bungie is going to reveal something at the end of their Metroid game, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my god, that's genius!" And then it's going to cut to black and credits. <laughs> what if like pyramid yeah. ships? What if like Metroid <laughs> just leads right into <laughs> Destiny? It ends with the Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh shit! That'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no! Even better. Metroid turns uh, Samus. She turns herself into the ball as she's <laughs> flying up into space, oh, and then it just god. like becomes super the oh, becomes the traveler. Oh damn it! <laughs> I hate that. Boom! Boom! No, I hate that. <laughs> You're welcome, Bungie. You could take that. All, all I gotta say uh, though is that your idea I really like, and I feel like the great um, a great direction for it. And I'll just keep it short and simple. Is if they got the same guy who did these uh, beginning of the Assassin's Creed series, the French guy, like, the French guy. Yeah, because that yeah, guy, because yeah. you can tell he could write a story. Petite and baguette. And Bungie kind of yeah. needs help. <laughs> Petite baguette. Yes, <laughs> Petite baguette. And then um, have it's someone, canon. and then even yeah. bring a little bit of, like the uh, art directors from Ubisoft into it too. Because just think, like they do some good ideas with their with their art styles, and then you uh you uh jeez wow Bungie. Bungie and Ubisoft combined together on that oh man it'd be too beautiful I think yeah. Activision would eat their own hands before they would <laughs> 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 yeah Activision specifically arr, 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 arr. yes yes yeah. they would yeah. yes and, and then they tell Blizzard the doors with money <laughs> yeah. Blizzard do what I command uh, yes master <laughs> guess what guys we funded it we're making Half-Life 3 <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, this is dream games and not a single one of us said anything about Half-Life. I thought about it, but I was like, nah, that's we, too far dead. of a dream. It's, it's dead. Too, <laughs> it's too much of a dream. We're My talking, imagination can't even make that. No. We're talking about dreams. We're not talking about lofty expectations <laughs> yeah. here. Like, yeah, yeah. Expecting Valve to do even the tiniest bit of work on a game now is just like, <laughs> true. Okay. like yeah. I've got too much money man I, I'm still counting <laughs> <laughs> can I say one more game well more? I hope everyone had a lot of fun <laughs> and I, uh, I did want to remind everybody before we get going that we are on Spotify now guys can you believe it yes so Spotify Android users iPhone users LG phone users computer users users PC right and now it finally happens. anyone now who has Spotify and if you're a college student idea. that pays five dollars exactly. for Spotify Paul Hulu and Showtime no, you can now listen to us well, Paul just said it that's yeah, right Paul just said it so like, it was obviously his idea yeah, obviously yeah it was my idea so oh my anybody can listen to it if you have friends that like video games let them know about it now that everyone can listen to it it's the NPC podcast anywhere Anywhere, type that in, and you'll be able to find us. Yes. Is there any other last words that uh, we wanted to say before I close out the show? Man, you guys are boring. All right, that's I, fine. I mean, <laughs> I was waiting for Leonard to say the last. Thing oh yeah, that yeah, he was yeah, say. yeah. Um, last idea I had: Skate Four. No. <laughs> okay. Shut up. I like the skate series. It come was standing up, ovation. Me, it was come better. Out, it was, come it was up with good. a better game. No, okay. that's a perfect right. game. Uh, Tony Hawk 2 was the epitome. Shut up. Was, you really you shut your mouth. You. Really Simpsons. Skate. Oh, come on. Who? The who? <laughs> We're going to end the show on that. All right. Until next game, everybody. Until next. Bye-bye. Silver Tongue Audio.